Yes, harmonize with yourself. Go. One, two, three, go. Oh. That was actually good. That was legit. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Walking Together podcast. We're here on another Wednesday morning. I don't know what time it is for you, but it's about 10.40-ish for us. We're late. We're a little late, but uh, it doesn't matter because you're listening to this on Friday or after anyway. But anyhow, we're here this morning with a special guest, Mr. Stephen Begab. Um, and we're going to be talking about some interesting things. There's, there's a lot of talk in the in, in Christian circles about uh, topics of like drinking and smoking and and using foul language. Uh, so we're going to be talking that about that a little bit. Tattoos, you know, are, are tattoos okay? You're going to go to hell if you have a tattoo. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to the Walking Together podcast. <laughs> you should start over. It's on repeat now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Walking Together podcast on Wednesday morning. <laughs> So, so we're talking about legalism. Yeah, legalism. What is legalism? If you had to define it, what would it be? Legalism. That's a great definition. It's like taking the law way too seriously, right? Right. Like the law and just being super strict on it. This is what you can, this is what you can't do. No ifs, ands, or buts. Right. So, what? Placing emphasis on God's law that isn't there. Yeah. So, if there was like a modern day. Oh, wow. I get the, the same word that was last week is in this week's. Which uh, one is that? Adherence. Adherence. Uh, Remember? Adhere? Using in a sentence. Adhering? Well, this is the, so the dictionary for legalism. Overly strict or rigid adherence. What is adherent to the law? It's like sticking to it, like a rigid sticking to of. Like sticking to <laughs> like of. A, like an adhesive. <laughs> yes. Like an adhesive. Like glue. Like glue. Overly strict or rigid adherence to the law or to a religious or moral code. A legal term or expression, especially one that is unnecessarily technical. I like uh-huh. that one, unnecessarily technical. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's good. Yeah. Adherence. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. I think God's, He's going to really... He's going to own that I word. Think, yeah, that's his word. I think God's trying to tell me something. I need to hear that in the next <laughs> sermon that you preach. Adhere. Adherence. I really think we need to start doing that, giving each other a list of words that have to show up in the next <laughs> sermon. Like meow? Yeah. yeah. Something funny. Man. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. You, you have say, to say meow 20 times in you your say, sermon. You say it once and half the congregation stands up. Right. They're like, nope, nope, that was it. That was the straw that broke came Wait, back. Wait, John's <laughs> preaching Sunday. Yeah. Oh, your word is ka-chow. 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 Oh, that one could work. <laughs> After like a good, you know, you hit them, you hit them with some truth and you're like, ka-chow. Ka-chow, take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you convicted you. now? Ka-chow. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> like you talk about a, a part of your past and like how you were like super convicted and you're like, and then the Holy Spirit just came in and he just ka-chow right to the face. Ka-chow. Right there. Right to Light the heart. That, that could be like your televangelism catchphrase. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Yeah. I don't know if you get in trouble. It might be trademarked. Lightning, Miss yeah. Lightning McQueen. Uh, honestly, yeah, we keep getting the muted on Facebook. So maybe not Kachow. Kachow, it was all over. <sighs> See, Christopher, one time when he was a kid, painted himself red at preschool and was running with, around with the what? place. Uh, paints and stuff that they had there for arts and crafts. I didn't know if you just went full on like with a sharpie, mar- yeah, marker or something. <laughs> no. That would take a long time with marker. Yeah, Ooh. no, it was, it was paints and stuff. They were like painting things in the classroom. He painted himself red and then was running around the room and they couldn't catch him. And he was going, "I'm Lightning McQueen, famous grace car driver." <laughs> ka-chow, ka-chow, ka-chow. <laughs> Dude, Christopher's a wild. He's man. wild. He's wild. You know what that reminds Absolute me of? Wild man. You know how many times the Pharisees tried to catch Jesus before <laughs> it was his time? Yeah. Like in one, let's see, chapter 
seven. They tried to catch him three times in the temple. He just never walked, caught he just him. walked out of the crowd. Or like, or when he healed the guy waiting at the pool of Bethesda. Yeah. And he was like, he just slipped away. Yeah. Like, whoa. He went like this. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. John Cena! <laughs> Can't see me. Yeah, no, his his uh, his preschool teacher like was talking to Austin. Austin came to get him, and she was like, "He he's probably going to be the president one day, but we don't have a place for him here. <laughs> <laughs> he got kicked out? <laughs> yeah, he got kicked out of preschool. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. It's just He's just a ball of energy, that kid. Good stuff, man. Oh, man. Well... Yeah. That's kind of he was not legalistic. <laughs> <laughs> the preschool teacher, yeah, legalistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I think about the tattoo debate. I mean, that one comes up a lot, or it used to. Not so much anymore with the culture now. It's kind of most Ooh. obvious. Here we go. Yeah. But like, I, I always went to Revelations where it talks about Jesus coming in on a white horse with King of Kings and Lord of Lords right. written on his thigh. It was he definitely had it written in Expo marker. Expo marker. Expo. Yeah. So it's it was race. red paint. Right, red paint. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe, don't maybe know. it was just the like a. Has always been. Maybe it was just like maybe it's like a flaming like, like insignia type thing. Maybe it's a like a brand. Well, not even like a brand, but just like a like a beacon of light that's just like like a like a light tattoo. Like if it was created with. But you just lights. said it though, tat tattoo. I mean, I'm not saying it's like ink. Using like, human words to yeah. describe. Yeah, like. You know, no, don't ink, <laughs> ink. I don't know, but bioluminescence, bioluminescence. bioluminescence. That would be pretty crazy. He's like a lightning bug, but it only says in that specific. Spot. No, lightning bug tattoos. Like Jesus isn't like lightning bug, but the <laughs> tattoos like using lightning bug ink. Well, you know how, um, like at first, the first tablets that Moses came down with, God inscribed them with His finger. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's. What happened to Jesus' thigh? Maybe God just inscribed it. With bioluminescence? With whatever he wanted to. <laughs> okay, but I think we're getting a little legalistic here, right? Well, I kind of like that thought. <laughs> I kind of like that thought. <laughs> but It's just a thought. So so just what verse do people go to whenever they're talking about tattoos? Because, I, I mean, There's I have two. One in Leviticus. I have two tattoos. You should not. I have a lot. How many is a lot? I don't know. Do you count cover-ups as a new tattoo, or is that a no. same tattoo? It still counts as one. One it counts as one. Yeah. Wait. If you're covering up an old tattoo, that it just still counts as one because it's only it one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't see. triple stamp a double stamp. That's deep. <laughs> That's the message for today. Um, so is the here, tattoo I'll, the double? You guys stamp? talk, and I'll I'll count in my head. <laughs> All right, John. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah. I've, um, I mean, I knew you did. They're, they're all non-visible, but I have... Um, yeah, I, I, they're all non-visible. <laughs> you can't see them ever. They're invisible. They're invisible. Invisible tattoos. No, they're all like, if I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, they're mostly covered up. But I've got, yeah, a bunch. Jordan? I have one. I have my, my ring finger tattooed instead of wearing a wedding ring. But that that's mainly... I chose to do that because I don't really like wearing jewelry and I didn't want to be the dude that didn't wear his wedding ring. <clears throat> and also I do construction and wearing a wedding ring is pretty uh, dangerous. When you don't want to have ring avulsion? I don't, I don't know what that means. It's where your but, finger comes off. Yeah, I don't want that. Um, but yeah, the, the week after I got married, I, was, I didn't have my... I thought about getting my finger tattooed instead of wearing a ring. And I was at work and... I was coming down off a ladder, and instead of like going all the way down to the bottom, I I decided I was gonna like hop the last step and skip it, and my thing my ring got hung up on the rung of the ladder, and it thankfully it came right off, but it got hung up enough to where I was like, dang, that almost ripped my finger off, and I was like, so I I uh, talked, to, I had at that time I had two buddies that <clears throat> did uh, tattooing, um, and so I called them up, called one of them up, and said, hey man, can I come over tomorrow or whatever. And, Get my finger tattooed. Have you ever? Right, so here's so you've thing. never heard of ring avulsion? Ring avulsion? No. All right. It sounds scandalous. Oh, it's it's not, but I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that on a Christian podcast. Look at that scandalous. I've seen it. If you it happened, to, you it, just said you hadn't seen it. I mean, I've seen it, but I didn't know it was called ring avulsion. 
Yeah. Whoa. It's it's pretty bad. That's gnarly. I just knew it was called getting your finger ripped off from oh wearing a goodness. ring. That's why I wear the rubber ring. All right. All right. Steven, what's your final count? 13. Oh. 13. 13. At the moment. Does each letter count? <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, then I have no five. That's one tattoo. That's right. If a cover up doesn't, if extra cover ups don't count, you can't count letters. Then I have to. Okay, so did you find the verse, John? I did. Yeah, Leviticus nineteen verse twenty eight. I'm gonna start in verse twenty six, just because it's broke up like that in my Bible. It says, "You are not eat, you are not to eat anything with blood in it. You are not to practice divination or witchcraft. You are not to cut off the hair on the sides of your head or mar the edge of your beard." You are not to make gashes on your body for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourself. I am the Lord. Okay. Well, if we if we go by that, then you know we've we've broken at least one of those anyway. Uh, most people have by sh- cutting the sides of your head. Yeah. And I don't. I'm. I stay mostly clean shaven most of the time, so I've marred the edge of my beard. I have no hair. <laughs> I do this every other day. <laughs> Literally cut. Cut the sides of my head. I'm a little longer. I have a gash mark on my head from shaving my head yesterday. Have you ever tried that? I I seen the video for the the shaver thing that's like a little ring and you just like. I don't want to get ring avulsion, man. (laughs) Ring avulsion in the shower, right? Yeah, that's gnarly. Okay, so Jimmy Fallon had that. Yeah. He slipped in his kitchen freak accident he slipped in his kitchen and ripped his finger off jeez yeah i wonder if you can save your finger by he did he saved his finger wow yeah if you look at him now like he doesn't have the bandage on there but if you look at his as his left hand that finger is always straight like if you if you pay attention to it it's like that finger is always straight it's weird it's weird that's what caught my eye to it i was like what's up with his finger and so I Googled it. What's up with Jimmy? <laughs> What's up with Jimmy Fallon's finger? And the and then and then I saw all the things with him doing his his night show with the thing on it, ring avulsion. All right. Anyways, we're way off topic. You guys do any uh, gardening? No. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, gardening. Uh, <laughs> when you come into the land and plant any kind of tree for food, you're to consider the tree, the fruit forbidden. It will be for, forbidden for you for three years. It will not be eaten. Wow. So you can't do a seasonal garden. It's got to be three you can't years. Eat the fruit of that tree for at least three years. Uh, well, my tomato plants only last like six months. Okay. Does a tomato That's count not a as tree, a tree? Though. It's not a fruit tree, it grows upward. There's it's a more. plant. <laughs> There's <Right>? more. <laughs> There's more. Does corn does corn count as a tree? It's grass technically. Yeah, it's in the grass family. You are to rise in the in the presence of the elderly and honor the old. Fear your God. I am the Lord. What's that? Happen you guys, I don't see you guys stand up. When I walk in the room. Technically, we need to stand up. Yes, I am just the then they plotted to kill him for <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> I am the elderly. You guys need to bow in respect to me. No, we stand. stand not bow. Bow. Sorry. Right. Wait, so, am so I older I than you? The, yeah. I will be twenty eight August first. So I guess I guess the question would be why do we put so much weight on certain things and not on other things? So that's man, it's Pharisees were really good at that. So a couple months ago, um, I got a chance to preach on the law and just doing some study about it. You know, they weren't allowed to go and get water on Sunday because uh, they would have to use a rope to lower a bucket into a well. But they figured out a way around that. You have to get dressed in the morning. That wasn't against the law. And so women would tie a scarf around their head, right? So if she had any extra scarves, you can tie a knot around the bucket handle and still lower water, lower the bucket down into the well to get the water. With a scarf. With a scarf, because it's not a rope. So no. it's not work. 
Yeah. Right? Wrong. <laughs> but that was that's how they thought though. So when I think Loopholes. of legalism, I always think about I think I and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and he said, like you strain at a gnat, but you sw- swallow a camel hole or something like that. Is that what it is? You strain at he said you strain at a gnat. I know that. And yeah. then he says something else like crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know the other crazy thing? I, I don't know. I think it's swallow a camel. Look at it. I up. think it is swallow. It is swallow camel. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. sounds crazy when I say it, but but that's what the, they literally did. Strain at gnats, right? Because like mm-hmm. you you weren't supposed. To, it was unkosher, and that was unkosher. So right. they would literally strain it. out their their wine. Yeah. To make before they drank it to make sure that there were no gnats in it, or like fruit flies or anything like that, and they would strain it out. So that they wouldn't break the law by drinking it, but there was so many other things they overlooked, right? You know. So why, why, why did they do that? Like, why did they? Why were some things of super importance, but then they would find loopholes for others? I would argue convenience. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would just say for selfish reasons, really. Yeah, some of it was just due to tradition passed down too. Right. There's there's a lot of different reasons why that happened. I think I mean just looking at it from different different perspectives. I think a lot of it too is they took um what was really meant to be spiritual and they made it way too physical. Exactly. Yep. So that's the thing is like when whenever we talk about stuff that's taboo in the church like whether it be alcohol, tattoos, what was some of the other things we said? But like here's well, some, the thing. Some of those to like reinforce those things, they like super twist the word. Right. To make it convenient for their what they believe. Yeah. Like the alcohol thing, like Jesus turned water into wine and they're like, Oh no, that was grape juice. <laughs> Pretty sure it wasn't. It was, it was, a, it was at a wedding. It was Welch's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sparkling yeah. grape juice. It was, uh, Sparkling grape juice is amazing. That's it good. is. Martinelli's. Boom. It's good stuff. But like the, so like the tattoo thing, I have a ton of tattoos and I am not convicted myself for it, but you also got to look at what it is, right? Um, if, if somebody is going to say that tattoos are wrong because because the law was given to the Jews, right? For the Jews to adhere by so that they would be set apart and stand out from other nations. So if the if a Christian now today is going to say, oh, you shouldn't get tattoos because of something, the only verse we could find, I, I think there's one more, but we pulled something out of Leviticus, which is like the law book. How many Christians do you know that eat bacon? Mm-hmm. How many Christians do you know that eat shrimp and I had shrimp you know sure. crabs? If you're gonna if you're going to stick so stick to your guns on the tattoos, then then I would challenge those same people to keep kosher. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I use kosher salt in my house. I would, <coughs> killing it. I would. I would say you're so. Uh, you're an upstanding <laughs> man of the law. I would say the the uh, a question to ask whenever you're doing anything, you know, tattoos included, is you know, what's your motivation behind it? Like, why are you doing it? Um, you know, John says, ask the why. And like, why are you getting a tattoo? What it? What does the tattoo signify? What's its purpose? What's the heart behind getting it? you know, what does it consist of? You know, I know people get, a lot of people get tattoos, um, you know, before they become Christians and they might have some stuff that they wouldn't tattoo on their bodies now after, you know, because obviously what they have on their body wouldn't be God honoring, you know, um, a naked lady or here come the cover up people with, yeah, <laughs> right. Here come the cover ups. So like, you know, like you... a naked lady or, you know, even like maybe satanic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, Anything that would be considered like sacrilegious or, you know, maybe some profanity on their body or, you know, whatever. Um, you know, so I think that's the important thing to ask, like, why are you getting it or what what are you doing it for? Um, you know, can separate it and, 
you know, I think a lot of things even it's important to not just ask why for yourself, but ask, like, ask God, almost ask God permission for everything. You know, like if we're, if we're, if we really are surrendered a hundred percent to Jesus, um, then everything that we do should be, should be done in prayer. You know, so Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about getting another tattoo or doing anything, you know, what, if you're thinking about buying a new surfboard or, buying a new guitar or buying anything like you, you got to pray about those things. And, and if it's something that God is okay with, he'll give you peace about it. If not, then you won't have peace about it. And right. if you don't have peace about it, you just don't do it. So what that makes me think of is, um, kind of going back to how the law is supposed to be spiritual and not physical. But Proverbs says that, that God weighs the intentions of the heart. Mm-hmm. God weighs the heart. So where is your heart at when you're doing something? Yeah. And I believe, like, let's say, let's use a good example where if somebody was to donate to charity, but their reason to donate to charity was to kind of balance out all the bad that they've done in their life or to be seen by other men or like the the Pharisees, even when they prayed on the corner, mm-hmm. all loud and, and, you know, to be seen of men and like, oh, I'm like, look how holy I am because... I pray super loud in the corner of the street. God's weighing their heart there. So if their heart is really just to pray, to be seen of other men and to be thought of as more holy than other people. I mean, God takes that into account, right? They're not really praying to, they're not praying earnestly. They're not praying. um, They're not praying for the right reasons, right? Or even when, when someone gives, gives to charity, if you're doing this to exalt yourself and not to help other people, I, I don't necessarily think that's accredited as like a good deed, right? You know, by God at least, right? So that that brought me to actually what we're talking about tonight uh, for the Wednesday night service. I'm going to two verses from Colossians three, and it says, "Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that <clears throat> from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as a, as your reward." You are serving the Lord Christ. Um, I went in and like word studied that today. And um, kind of wrote John's translation of, <laughs> of that of that. And it says, whatever you commit to produce uh, produce from the heart as if it were produced from Jesus, not of men. So it's basically the, the words that it used for um as for the lord was basically saying is the same same wordage that was used as uh, like uh Abraham, Abraham begot the next person right so it was like a born of it was mm-hmm. like a um something that came of and and so whenever it says that it's like rather than whatever you commit to do that as if it were something that had come from Christ, not mm-hmm. something that comes from man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if we keep that heart when we're, when we're going into that, and then even in the second verse, it, it's basically the way he lays that out. He's talking about the inheritance. Um, you know, earlier in, like in the book of Ephesians, Paul's like, you know, the down payment for your inheritance is the Holy Spirit. So you're talking about the, the spirit, spiritual versus the physical and the law. Mm-hmm. It's the same. He's going... You know, let it be as if it came from Jesus. Whatever comes out of us needs to be a reflection of that. It needs mm-hmm. to be the same thing, like as if Jesus was the one doing it, not like what we see around us and seems right. Right. So why do we get it twisted so often? I mean, because the thing is, at the end of the day, we do live in a physical world where... Physical things have to be judged, you know, internally and externally. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you think we get it twisted? Why do we put emphasis in certain places? Is it because they are the most visible, externally visible things? I think it's because the culture we're in, what you immerse yourself in is what you begin to become uh, if you don't. And that's why Jesus laid out the law for the Jews. He was like, to be set apart. You talked Mm -hmm. about that earlier. Um, you know, he, he laid out this, you know, you, you need to do these things so that you're set apart from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if we don't put up those boundaries and draw those lines in the sand and go, you know what? God said this. And even though the world around me is doing this, this is what God said, and this is what I'm standing on. Um, if we don't set those boundaries for ourselves and walk in, walk in that, um, then we start to surrender different pieces of ourselves to the world. Right. Well, I think also like, like nowadays, it's to make ourselves, it's kind of selfish, the things that we pick out, right? Yeah. To make ourselves feel better. Um, like an example is everybody talks about how wrong homosexuality, homosexuality is, which yeah, it is. But at the same time, premarital sex is wrong as well. Right. But nobody wants to talk about that. And they're both sexual sin. They're right. both sexual sin. They fall in the same category. Yep. And nobody talks about that because nowadays everybody does it. Right. You know, it's like, let's just not talk about this. But you guys, and, and it, it is also like out in the open, visible, like you said. Right. Tattoos are visible. It's, e- it's easy not to get a tattoo. Right. Right. But and it's easy to call somebody out when they have one. Right. So it's spiritual warfare. I mean, look at look at what happened in the garden. How did how did Satan interact with Eve in the garden? The serpent interacting with Eve was like, did God really say, you know, it was it was like he 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 took things, took things and twisted them so that they, you know, you could be I could justify that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's how, and that's how he works. It's a tactic of the enemy, right? Um, so we do the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it, and today, he's he's actively doing the same thing. Um, and if we're not aware of that in the spirit, when we see that, then you know it's easy for us to just get pushed along with that wind of teaching, or right, you know. And that's the thing, um, and that's exactly what Jesus <clears throat> that that was his main problem with the Pharisees, right? It's because they were trying to clean everything externally. Yeah. And he White called them whitewashed tombs. tombs, right? And so following up that whole idea, um, so that, reading from Mark 12, okay, it says, And one of the scribes came up and heard them dis- disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Okay. That's something that we all kind of want to know, right? Like, all right, Jesus, you know, if there's something that is super important to you, I want it to be super important to me. And so this this scribe comes up and asks him, and Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all, all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, there is no other commandment greater than these. Okay. I didn't hear anything about anything other than your relationship with God and your relationship with others. Right? It's not saying that there's no other commandments because it says that mm-hmm. the greatest are these two. But the thing is, is the utmost emphasis is placed on your relationship with God and how you love others. Well, in one part of it, it says, um, and it may not be in, in that particular gospel, but another one, it says all of the, all of the laws are summed up in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, meaning that th- th- those two laws will cover everything. Like right. if you do those two laws, then you're automatically going to abide or adhere to all of the <laughs> I used it. You like there it that? goes. He he said it. Um, Skills. That's one. <laughs> but um, you'll you'll automatically adhere to all of the other ones. Um, does that really count? You can just repeat. The, the it does. Sentence. Does a repeat. It does. Jamie O'Brien uses it on his psych <laughs> counter. So you're true. That's true. He counts the psychs Excellent. that he says. That's something we can adhere by for sure. I think so. Yeah, it's three. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, that's it. You know, if you're loving God with everything, then you're going to take everything to Him before you do anything. And you're automatically going to adhere, that's four, to, uh, to whatever He speaks to you because you're going to honor Him in that way. And if you love your neighbor as yourself, then you're going to adhere to God's Word 
and and you're not going to do the things against your neighbor that that are that that God uh, says are dishonoring or you know that that he's not down with right. you know like coveting and and adultery and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um you know so i think i mean i think for now and at least in our generation the whole tattoo thing isn't you know is is pretty much kind of washed over i don't think that's really an issue anymore i know it was when i was like a kid um it was a big thing you know like even it's funny even my parents like they'd be all like weirded out with people like if I had a friend that was all tatted up they'd be like I don't know about him Jordan he seems like a bad guy I was like mom that's like one of the nicest guys I know (laughs) he just so happens to have a whole lot of tattoos Mm. um you know but they thought he was gonna like rob him blind or something (laughs) I'm like dude like no he's good but you know like I the the other things like I'm just looking at the board here. We have three things listed, and there's other things that we could add to it, but tattoos, cursing, which I don't really like. I don't even use the word curse word. I use I use I That's, use profanity yeah. or or um or cussing. Mm-hmm. You know, because cursing is 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 something completely different. Yeah. Um, but I think we just misuse the word cursing and put that in there. But um, you know, profanity and drinking. You know, I think those are I think those are two important things to cover. You know, as as a as a Christian, you know, if if you're proclaiming Christ, is it is it okay to use profanity and and to not talking about drinking? So drinking, you know, what is how 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 would profanity and drinking cross over to you know? Are they actually something that God speaks against, and not just? in the Levitical law or, or in Deuteronomy or whatever, or is it something that is actually encompassed in the, in the teachings of Jesus that, you know, or, or the new Testament that says, Hey, I don't want you to be about these things. Right. I think that's important to cover because, you know, if we just look at tattoos and we look at it on Levitical law, then man, there's, we can't do a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're doing a whole lot wrong. Um, you ought to have really well, that's long why Jesus sideburns. came, right? <laughs> have super long sideburns, but, Amish um, burns. You know, so I, I that that that's it. That's a topic that comes up a lot. You know, profanity and and drinking. So um, he, here's where it really lies for me. This is how I've always thought about it: is there is a difference between something being sinful and something being unwise. Mm-hmm. You know, we're about to we're reading Proverbs now. Today was the first day. I did not catch up, just in case you were wondering. But you're, just, you're at least starting off on... Yeah. So... You can jump I'll right slowly in. slowly catch just, up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, besides the point. Um, but there is a difference between uh, unwise and sinful, right? Um, because, uh, who said it, Paul? Uh, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Right? So we had coffee this morning, you and I. Yep. That was exactly, remember I said you came in just at the right time? That is right where I stopped. Oh, really? It was, um, I'm actually looking for it right now. First Corinthians 6. All th- I got it right here. I was actually just looking it up. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another translation says all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Right. But the the reason I was looking for it is because of some some of the stuff that you said. I mean, First Corinthians, um, or both the letters to the Corinthians, the Corinth was like the very worldly church, mm-hmm. right? So it talked about a lot. He he addressed a lot of the worldly things that they were into, and that he was like, "This is what you need to stay away from." And I was reading it in the. I'll read it in the New King James. I was reading it in the CSB, but um, you don't you you don't have to read it in King James. Just to, it's New King James. Okay, you want me to? Uh, that's what I'm on right here. Let's read it in one that everybody's actually going to understand. New All right. translation. All right, I got the CSB. Is that okay? That we'll accept that. You'll accept that. What does that stand for? Christian Standard Bible. Okay, it's it's good. It has the word Christian. Sounds pretty it. standard. Yeah, it's the standard for Christians. <laughs> Amen. All right. Um, so first Corinthians <laughs> six, um, nine, don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit God's kingdom? 
Do not be deceived. No sexually immoral people, idolaters, adulterers, or males who have sex with males, no thieves, greedy people, drunkards, verbally abusive people, or swindlers will inherit God's kingdom. And that kind of talks about a lot of stuff there. But like specifically mentions drunkards, specifically mentions verbally abusive people, like what we were just talking about, like getting drunk. And Paul talks about drunkards a lot, you know, or even like abstaining from filthy language. He doesn't use profanity, but that's pretty much the definition, right? talking, all kinds. It it talks, the the New Testament does talk a lot about... um, um, unwholesome speech is one mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, you gotta talk like Howdy Doody. <laughs> Gee Willikers. But <laughs> yeah, they, they do. You're right. They cover that. You know, but, but then you can go legal legalistic on it and be like, okay, well that says that says don't be a drunkard. Um, so does that mean that if you have if you have a beer, then you're you're sinning? Is that, is that what that means? I don't necessarily believe that. Okay. I mean, so you, you it says don't get drunk, right? Right. So you yourself, um, and even, you know, me, myself, or people that have, going, tying it in with Paul's teachings, you know, everything is, is permissible or... What, but not what all it? things are helpful. But not all things are helpful, you know. Um, for some people... Um, it's not helpful at all to even have one drink. Well, yeah, right. I'm I'm sober. Yeah, I mean, I have a past, and even now, I'm a very addictive personality person, and I'm sober because of drugs. Honestly, I never had a problem drinking, and you it, did a good job at it. <laughs> I, I did great at it, but I mean, but that's the thing. Every time I drank, I got drunk. Right. Every time, and and even since I became a Christian, I still was drinking and, and doing some other stuff. Um, but the goal, and this goes back to the God weighs the intentions of the heart. My goal was to get drunk. My goal was to be inebriated, to be in a different state of mind. And the Bible also talks about like, be ye sober minded, mm-hmm. be like, have, have a clear mind going into things because when your judgment's altered, that's, I mean, that's exactly what happens. Your judgment's altered. And for me personally, all things are permissible for me. I can have a drink and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, if I have one drink, it's going to turn into five drinks and then I will be drunk. And it's also like, you know, sometimes I look at people not like with envy, but I look at people and I'm like, why can't I have that? You know, like some people can have a beer or a glass of wine with dinner or you know what I mean? Or just even like, you know, some people like we used to call them weekend warriors, right? I can never be a weekend warrior. If I'm doing something, I'm going to do it. You know, I can't hold off. So for me, it's just best to completely just say no. Yeah. I'm either all in or all out in a lot of things. It's either every day or not at all. Every day or not at all. Exactly. And I never had a problem with drinking, but I do have a very addictive personality. And if I were to drink... I'm definitely going to get drunk and I can see myself becoming an alcoholic. I never was, but I can definitely see that path. Yeah. If I, if I start doing it. See, and that, and that's why I said like, it's, it's not sinful, but it is not wise for you to have a drink. Exactly. Right. Um, the sin in it comes whenever it's drunkenness and, like you said, the the motivation for it. Um. So, so then that that makes me start thinking about, um, you know, the us being careful. We we kind of hit it, but um, justifying certain things, you know, like like putting justifying it by putting the legalism tab on it. Be like, oh, you're just being legalistic. And so then you justify certain right. things that you you know aren't right or that you know you shouldn't do and and possibly go against God's word, but you're justifying it um, you know, off of off of this this tag of 
you're being legalistic. Right. Yeah, because that, that is the other side of the coin that we see. Yeah. You know, and so there's actually a word for that. It is uh, antinomianism. Antinomianism. Yeah. Basically means that it, it, well, really it's taking the idea of what Paul said of like all things are permissible, but not all things are. It's taking that to the extreme, right? Mm-hmm. And that you you do anything you want. You live the way you want to uh, because mm-hmm. it's all permissible, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's you're not really hurting anyone. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm only hurt, you know. It's not it's not cheap to drink every night, but you know, yeah, I party every night. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying that's the thought. <laughs> that's just, what everybody just to be got clear. from that. Just to be clear. Um, but yeah, like that. That's the whole idea too of is uh, antinomianism, nomianism, doing what you want. Um, I do what I want. Your, live your best life now. Right. Right. That's the whole. That's the tagline of our culture and of our generation, right? YOLO. Mm-hmm. It's still out there, the whole YOLO idea. YOLO? Yeah. What does that stand for? You only live once. Man, you are the oldest in the room, huh? Wow. Wait, did you really not know what that's? No. Meant? Oh, my goodness. Did you know what that meant, John? I did. Actually, I have a t-shirt that says YOLO JK BRB, and it's got a picture of Christ on the front of it. Yolo, you only live once. JK, just kidding. BRB, be right twice. back. <laughs> I like how you're looking directly at Jordan. It should have finished with LOL. <laughs> it does, actually. Lots of it love. Does. It does have LOL on it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Did you know LOL stands for lots hashtag of love? Hashtag savage? No, hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag, Come on, man. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Mm. Too blessed to be stressed? No, it's too long. <laughs> just hashtag blessed. You know what? That's the name of this podcast. Hashtag you don't even know how to hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's change the subject. Hashtag wars. (laughs) Jordan's still trying to figure out what a hashtag is. I know what a hash brown is, okay? (laughs) It's the the pound symbol. Send it straight to the internet. On your... uh, To the interwebs. When I first moved here, it was like... Put a hash brown on it and send it to the internet. (laughs) Five years ago, I first moved here and I was living at my brother's house in Chadwick Shores, which is a gated community and... Um, I was getting a ride home from somebody and she was like, I was 22 at the time, maybe 23. She was like 20, I think. And to enter the code, it's the pound sign and then the number. (laughs) And I didn't have a license. So she was giving me a ride home and you needed, it was, it was after like seven. So the gate was locked and she was like, what's the code? And I said, don't say pound the code. Sign. Don't say the code. I don't remember it now. Oh. Pound, pound sign, these four numbers. And she was like, what? I was like, the pound sign. She looking for like a, fi- a fist and bump then, key? And then she was like, "What? what's a pound sign? I'm like, the number sign. She was like, she looked at me like I was speaking Brazilian or something. And then... Brazilians speak Portuguese, by the way. That's Portuguese. the point. That's the point. It's not even a language, <laughs> right? So look, like, at, look at like I'm speaking Mexican. Yeah, exactly. But, um, and then I finally said hashtag and she was like, boop, hit it like real quick. But like that, like, uh, the, the tic-tac-toe symbol. Yeah, tic- she probably wouldn't even got that, honestly. Oh, that's tic-tac-toe. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right. Anyway. So now we're off topic. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> legalism talking about okay. how old you are basically so there are things that are definitely sinful and that no amount of uh, any amount is sinful oh we were talking about justifying stuff right that's what we were talking yeah. about and mm-hmm. so that's the thing is there are things that we can uh we can justify in ourselves that would be sinful um but that's the thing there are some things that are just straight up sinful yeah. You know, like I mean there's things that are definitely black and white. Right. And then there are those gray areas and then so where really I guess the question would be to what extent, right? That would be the next question for the gray areas. But that's where you have to what is wise? What is a sin cuz the other thing is there's a uh sin of conscience too, right? Like if 
God has told you that you don't need to touch it. Like you don't need to yeah. touch it. And that goes back to like the relationship, right? Right. Because God has an individual relationship with each one of us. Right. And he does speak to each one of us. And, you know, something that's okay with you might not be okay with me. Right. Goes back to the spiritual side, which mm-hmm. is what the original conversation was, right? Yeah. Not so, necessarily what was uh, external, but the internal, your relationship with God. Yeah. So are you taking each individual thing to to God and laying it out before him and and comparing it with God's with his written word meaning the bible and then also his his the the revelation that he is in the conviction that he's put inside of your heart you know are we are we being obedient and and adhering to those things ding ding I don't have to um, put them in now you know cuz a lot of a lot of times you know a lot of times we get convicted of things and then we we start trying to justify them you know, because we want, I remember, I remember in my, when I, when I first decided to, to, to seek God and seek, you know, what it meant to be a Christian. And, and when I, I, I did surrender, I, I was like, okay, God, I'm like, I want to follow you. I, you know, I believe that Jesus did die for my sins, you know, sh- start showing me what that looks like, you know, not just, I knew what it looked like because Jesus, you know, the the picture of Jesus dying for my sins and being that sacrifice. But what does that look like? Meaning, like, how should that, how should that affect me? And as far as like me as a person, you know, like what does that mean for myself? What does it mean to be a Christian? You know, because you grow up and you 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 experience all this legalism and all these things, and you know, kind of like asking God more or less. All right, start start showing me what's true and what's just legalistic. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was funny because, like, I I read uh, one of the first like Christian books or any Christian teaching things I read was the Purpose Driven Life uh, by Rick Warren. Same here. And uh, that book is really cool because it 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 has like a little study and then it asks questions at the end. Like each one has like questions, and they're really like they're questions that make you question yourself, Look question your way. motives, and the internal internalizing and and asking yourself questions. And, you know, the, the chapter might be about, um, you know, resolving issues with your family or, you know, just your in general personal relationship with God and all these kinds of things. And then it asked, it would ask a question like, OK, well, you know, what's the one thing that's keeping you from having a deeper relationship with God or deeper relationship with your family or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And um, at that point, um, my number, my the first answer that came to it was was smoking pot. Cause I was still, I was still getting high all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and for me, I was just like, I was trying to justify, I was like, no way. I was like, I'm not hurting anybody. You know, like, I, it's not like, um, I, I never got arrested for it or, you know, I, I wasn't like selling to kids or, you know, anything like that. It was just something I did on my own at night or in the morning or whatever. Like I, you know, I wasn't getting so stoned. I couldn't function and, you know, bail, you know, I was, I was going to work. I was being a functional person of society um, but it was funny cause like that was the first answer that popped in my head. God was putting that in my head. It was, he was convicting me of it. And, um, I think I went through like a quarter of the book before I finally was like, okay, well maybe this actually is something that God doesn't want me to do, you know, but I think we do, I think we're all guilty of that, um, of justifying things that God convicts in our hearts for us not to do, mm-hmm. but we justify it in the sense of like, oh, well, this is just the culture or this is, this is how I am. This is how I've always been. It's how, you know, it's just a part of me, um, you know, and, and instead of looking at it like, okay, well, God, if I'm truly a new creation in you, you know, the old is gone and the new, and, and the old me is gone and the new me is, you know, whatever, um, you know, we're, we're justifying it so that, the old us can can remain mm-hmm. um instead of giving it all mm-hmm. um and and i think to certain degrees we do that a lot um and and it and it, and it fits all i think a lot of those fit in those those legalistic areas like profanity and drinking and you know smoking or you know whatever um I think it's funny that you mentioned Rick Warren and pur- Purpose Driven Life because I, I am sober and I do go to a Celebrate Recovery meeting every Monday night 
and Celebrate Recovery was actually started by Rick Warren. And it's a 12-step program, like for sobriety, but, and I think that book talks about it a lot, Hurts, Habits, and Hangups. And uh, that's what it is. And, and it could be for anything, but it's Christ-centered. And like all, it's like it, it uses biblical principles and everything to really back it up. And, you know, AA talks about higher power. Very clear that Christ is our higher power there. But it's funny that you mention like that book. And the first thing that it come that came to your mind was smoking pot and at celebrate recovery, the leader, his name is Jody. He says this thing and I just love it, but he's like, like when the Holy spirit puts his finger on something in your life and like, that's like the conviction. And like for you at that moment, it was the smoking pot. That was the Holy spirit putting his finger and pointing out this one area of your life. And as, as you do try and like grow closer to God, right? Draw, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. But as you try and develop that relationship, that Holy spirit, that finger is going to put more pressure each time. And, and thing by thing by thing, he's like that, that song when you're a kid, he's still working on me, right? Mm -hmm. Every time he's going to point something out. And like, once you get rid of that, then something else pops up. And then once you get rid of this, something else pops up. And that goes back to um, the two greatest commandments, right? Love God with all your heart and love each other. And if you're truly seeking out God, you're, and also like first John, I don't know the verse exactly, but he says to love God is to keep his commands. And if you're truly seeking God, you're truly going to want to do the things that please him. And when that Holy spirit puts his finger on something, you got to listen, right? And what Samuel told Saul, obedience is better than sacrifice. Yep. Keeping his commands. That's it. Do you have any more thoughts, John? I see the wheels turn. My brain's going, me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Flatlining or harmonizing? <laughs> I didn't know which one that was. Uh, no, I was, uh, when you said First John, I thought of First First John 2.15, uh, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm-hmm. It's just right in line with all the things we were just talking about. Like First John is a convicting book. Yeah. You know when he he says, um, you know, if you claim to walk in, if you claim to be in the light yet walk in darkness, the truth is not in him. And then it just yep. goes on on that thought that thought line. On and on and on. And it's like, if he says he's in the truth or, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He is a liar. The truth is not in him. Like, it's like, it's hardcore. Yep. I like the hardcore books. Yeah. James. I just read James the other week. Yep. James is hardcore. John 8 is hardcore. It's. Let's talk about it. It's not coming. In, I've read it. I just don't know so what it's exactly where, is John 8. It's where Jesus is talking to uh, the Pharisees after they bring the woman caught in adultery. To oh, yeah. And, um, you know, they're claiming to be sons of Abraham. He's like, <laughs> no, you're not. You don't do what Abraham does. You're of your father. That, yeah, yeah, you're, you're of, of your, your father, father, the devil. Mm. It's like, whoa, yeah. dude. It's hardcore. It is. But that's also the thing, too. That's why we can't be like the Pharisees. We can't be... The whitewashed tombs, you know, mm -hmm. like it, because if if everything else is all about the external, what are we doing? Mm. I mean, you you can go to a yacht club and why the need be, for, why the need for the Holy Spirit? Right. I mean, you could go to a yacht club and do the same thing that you're doing in church, if all you're trying to do is clean up the outside. Mm -hmm. But this is there's something deeper. There's an internal thing. There's a spiritual thing. And uh, it's the walking together every day with God. Well, the cleaning the cleaning of the in, inside will reflect in, in cleaning on the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and a true legitimate cleansing of the outside is only possible if, if the inside gets cleaned up. Um, gets cleaned up first. Um, you know, because you could... You know, if you are convicted of of 
you know, using profanity on a regular basis or, you know, whatever, like you could, you could probably willpower it and, you know, put a, a rubber band on your wrist and snap yourself every time you use profanity and, you know, stop, you know, there's plenty of things. Is that what your rubber bands are for? Profanity? Not necessarily, <laughs> but I always have the rubber bands on. And yeah. when I am trying to break a habit, I snap myself. Yeah. It's classical conditioning. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was to put your hair up. <laughs> wow. That was good. Ka-chow. That was a good one. Ciao. Zinger. That was good. That was um, a good one. Positive punishment. But, you know, what? what is your, uh, and again, what what's the whole point of doing it? Is it just to do it because you know you're not supposed to do it or are you doing it because you know that it, it, it honors God? Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's your motive behind doing it? You know, it, that's, that's any relationship thing. Um, you know, why are you, why do you do certain things? Like, why do I do certain things in my house? You know, do I, do I just do the dishes because I don't want to get, you know, I don't want my wife to say, Hey, you never do the dishes or am I doing the dishes because I love her and I want to help her out? You know I mean? Those are two completely different things. What's the answer? I do it because I love her and I want to help her out. It's always the answer. (laughs) You know, so, so, so following God's commandments, are we just doing it because we don't want to go to hell or are we, are we doing it because, because we love him and we want to honor him with it, with, with, with what Jesus did on the cross. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, John's looking at me like, I, I can only see your eyes and you <laughs> could do all kinds of stuff with your eyes and then the rest of your face can be doing something else. You'd be like, I don't know. It's weird. All right. So I, Sorry. I just want to end with, with this. Uh, Ecclesiastes 12, we haven't gone through it yet in the, um, uh, reading in the, is this the verse about snuggling your buddy? No, it's not, but that one's coming. Yeah. Um, there's a verse about, it's okay to snuggle your buddy. Everybody needs to snuggle, but not in a weird way, but the way you said it was a pretty weird way. If you're trying to stay warm, it's okay to snuggle your buddy. How shall, yeah. Yeah. Eskimos, Eskimo cuddles. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Ecclesiastes 12 is where I kind of want to put a bow on it. Uh, 12, 13. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Basically, you know, and Ecclesiastes is all about vanity, right? Mm-hmm. How everything is literally, when that word is translated from Hebrew, it literally means chasing wind. I don't know if you've ever tried to chase wind, but you can't really do it. Yet we try to. I'm sorry. All the time. My brain always goes to like. I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) Y'all looking at me. I'm just not going to say what came in my brain. (laughs) Um, But so that's where he's coming from with the beginning of verse 13. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And guess what? That's how Ecclesiastes ends. Boom. Ka-chow. What Exactly, ka-chow. Uh, but what is the whole point of life? What is, the, what is our job as people that God has created? Fear God and keep His commandments. And I think there's a really specific reason that it was put in that order, too. Right? It's not keep his commandments and fear God. It's fear God and keep his commandments. Because fearing God should be our primary focus. Because that's when honor and glory is given rightly. Right? Um, that is our primary job. So, yeah, that was all. Amen. All righty, guys. Well, let's close it on out. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode of the Walking Together podcast. We had a great time today, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Um, It's been a fun one, and it's something that um, I know if your feathers are ruffled or your toes are stepped on, let's have a conversation about it, uh, because you know that's how we all grow together. The whole name of the podcast is Walking Together, uh, and so that's what we need to do. but yeah, it's a cool thing, though, that we get to 
discuss things like this because they're not easy topics. Um, and it's, it's things where people disagree all the time, uh, whether they're in the same body, uh, in a different body, or, um, you know, in a totally different culture. Uh, but the thing is, is we should all be striving to um, be more like Jesus. That's what Christian means, is little Christ. Um, and we get to uh, sharpen each other, you know, iron sharpens iron. So, um, I really do hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for being here. Thank you. And uh, I hope you can join us again sometime because this was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, Stephen's telephone number is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can visit us at gatheringsurfcity.com/wtp. You obviously know what the WTP stands for, so. Uh, yeah, visit us there. You can listen to more episodes, drop a comment, leave a topic, uh, or voice any concerns or complaints. Those go straight to the trash bin. I'm just kidding. I will read them, and we will have a discussion about them. So, uh, y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Put a hash brown on it and send it to the internet.